0: These two guys in Mississippi tried a new twist on a counterfeiting scheme, normally that involves the printing of fake money, usually with a state-of-the-art printer, some paper that looks as close to the real thing as you can actually get, and hours and hours of computer work to fabricate bills of small denomination, so as to not attract much attention when you actually go out to spend them. 47-year-old Otis Latham and 48-year-old Russell Sparks of Columbus, Mississippi, tried a different route, however, because Monday, a dynamic duo drove over two hours to the lottery office in Flowood and tried to cash in a ticket that had an appearance of being a $100,000 winner. It wasn't, of course, as the two, well, they used superglue to attach winning numbers to a losing ticket and then tried to cash that thing in. <laughs> and in Mississippi, that'll get you 20 years in prison. <laughs> can you get the paper no <laughs> you mean for money yes no you can't get that <laughs> there's no way to get that it's got some threads in it of material that they won't tell anyone what it is but they have to have a stash of it somewhere right well yeah like fort knox have you ever tried to drive up to fort knox no i've never seen fort it's knox. impossible it's
1: impossible there's
0: no visitation they don't have uh you know like a uh, free guided tours if you can't go there
1: no. I bet those guys from Ocean Eleven could do it. What do you uh, well,
0: bet? Well, I don't know. That's also a movie, and it's a work of fiction. I sure did like that, though.
1: <laughs> I really well, yeah, did. it was fun. It yeah. was fun. Uh-huh. This morning I looked in the mirror and I thought, Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's time to just put my hair to sleep, Cliff. What's left? <laughs> maybe I've gotten to that point in my life that
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: this isn't going to work anymore, and... <laughs> let's just get rid of it you don't have that trouble i kind of envy you on that well, cliff you know got a good head of hair you do there. you That's do right. You got a, a fine lot head. of
0: acreage but yeah. it grows well
1: it does grow well yeah. you've got a lot of plants and crops on that thing <laughs> i know this to be true what's that <laughs> when a woman says yeah. smell this yeah it's going to be something really nice to smell <laughs> when a dude says smell this Beware. That's right. I've never, (laughs) ever, ever had a lady say, hey, (laughs) smell this, and it was something disgusting. Never. On the other hand. (laughs) In junior high, I was forced by several classmates (laughs) to smell all kinds of disgusting stuff. Not that I didn't learn the lesson after a while when they said, hey, smell this. I was like, no, they made me (laughs) smell this. You know,
0: ironically, that we should mention that, because when the grandsons visit, I always ask them, hey, come over here and smell where the dog just farted, and neither of them want to do so. You'll like it. No, I ain't doing that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once again, proving my point. Exactly. Right. I'm I'm denying it. Because your wife (laughs) never does say, come over here and smell the dog, (laughs) does she? No, (laughs) Nope.
0: There you go. We this story about an alleged crime in Atlanta will take several twists and turns before it gets where it's going. Police there say the attack happened early Monday at a Shell gas station on Northside and 14th when an unidentified man walked in and immediately started raising a ruckus. One of the clerks working later told a TV station that dude came in the door screaming and shouting and jumping around. And then he produced a weapon. Surveillance video shows the man brandishing that weapon in a threatening manner, then coming after the two people on duty, soon jumping behind the counter and causing minor injuries to one of them. But you can imagine the surprise of those two folks. Well, because the attacker attacker was suddenly standing in their presence after somehow wriggling through a hole in a bulletproof window to get there. (laughs) How skinny was that dude? (laughs) How big was the gap? I don't know. Authorities say the two clerks were able to fight off the attacker, probably in in part because the dude was armed with a butter knife. You have to wonder if the two clerks turned to one another before fighting back and said, Let's roll. (laughs) And then said, You butter back off, dude. (laughs) The perpetrator, in this case, once again, proved in the life of crime, the margarine for error is great. (laughs) police spokesman later told reporters at the scene, how dare he? (laughs) And then promised to keep churning out the crime prevention in Atlanta. Okay, I'm done.
1: (laughs) If anybody is driving by Country 98-1 with a butter knife, (laughs) would you come in here and stab me with it right now? No, it's a free stab. Well, Cliff, it's the uh, best pickup line to use in a bar. I looked it up this morning. What is it? Success rate over 70%. What is it? All mm-hmm. you have to do, yeah. gentlemen, yeah. is just walk up and say the word, hi. That's it? That's it. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> That's it. Huh? That is all you have to do. Okay. Say the word, hi. So, yeah. mm-hmm. does that mean that cowering in the corner, afraid to make eye contact, is probably not a very good maneuver?
0: Why has that you been your method of upper eye. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work at all. I've called it. I even got a name for it. What do, you ca-
0: what do you call the cowering in the corner, afraid to make eye contact method of picking up women? I call it
1: romance weed style. <laughs> Remember that show years ago?
0: Love American Style? Yes,
1: this is romance weed style. Time to stop listening to your brain when you make decisions. <laughs> wait, wait. That's right. Isn't the brain
0: supposed to be the most... Uh, ...objective and logical source when it comes to decision-making
1: processes? You would think so. Okay. I thought so until I read this. Okay. So stop listening to your brain and start trusting a body part <laughs> that's much lower on your body. Your <laughs> gut. Your gut. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, gut. wait, wait, wait Hold on. <laughs> no, you... No, no, no. Trust your there, gut. There have been... <laughs> there have been women who for years have said they're dudes are we are thinking with some other part lower than, you know, their brain. But keep going.
1: Well, you need to think with your gut yes. instead of your brain because you're better off trusting your very first instinct and acting then and asking questions later. It's kind of the opposite of what we all do. True. Because when we second-guess ourselves, we yeah. wind up making far worse decisions. That's absolutely true. And it's hard to live that way, but the yeah. research says... You 2nd guess yourself because you sit around and overanalyze everything and every decision you're trying to make. So if your True. gut says to do it, yeah. do it. My gut says it's chocolate time, so I'm going to the break room. <laughs> Here's Trisha <Chrissy> Gearwood. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, Cliff, I walked outside mm. my home and I looked down the highway, yes. and there were three young men running down the side of the <laughs> road. <laughs> Okay. And I thought to myself as I watched them. Yeah. Boy, I wish I could do that. Run. But s- yes, but oh, sadly, sadly, okay. I have been inflicted with a, uh, well, the yeah. diagnosis. Yeah. Is hyper couch potatoesis.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. It is a thing. Okay. And my
1: doctor told me I had a horrible, horrible okay. case of the hyper couch Okay. And so I'm not allowed to do things like that. And that's why I don't work out, Cliff. One of the reasons why I don't do any okay. workouts. That and, well, I don't like to sweat. Yeah. Unless it's from eating flaming hot Cheetos. I was going to say
0: spicy food will make you sweat. Yeah, that's, that's probably okay. That's about the only way I like to yeah. sweat. And
1: yeah. So far, I, I yeah. really haven't found an exercise regimen that uh, includes bacon. <laughs> if I could find one of those... Be I'm your all man I, yeah. well in it I'd be doing it all the time I'd be doing it while we were here you know what I'm saying Yeah. I'd be right over there in that corner doing it with bacon and also Cliff okay. my New Year's resolution this year Yeah. one of the two I, that I made I didn't know you made New Year's resolutions I usually don't but this year I thought you know what I need to stop being so darn hot and so I decided that I wouldn't exercise at all this so entire you'll, year so you'll be less attractive yes
0: okay okay Weed, I'm sure, this 911 call sent chills up the spine of the emergency dispatcher. The caller in Lake Worth Beach, Florida, said it could be heard as plain as day. Someone was screaming at the top of their lungs in the neighborhood and yelling, Let me out. It sounded like a kidnapping in progress. And soon enough, there were four sheriff deputies in that neighborhood, and they ended up talking to a guy who appeared to be working on his car in the driveway about what that neighbor had heard. Someone trapped and screaming for help. And then the unidentified man showed deputies the source of those chilling cries. A 40-year-old parrot named Rambo. <laughs> Police said the man told officers that he had taught Rambo to scream, let me out, four year, or several years ago, when the bird actually had to live in a cage. I
1: miss that one, Cliff. <laughs> I really thought <laughs> yeah. it was some guy watching the movie Cats <laughs> screaming oh, out. Oh, let me out of here. <laughs>
0: yes, please.
1: <laughs> I hope come February 29th that it's much warmer than 30 degrees because that's the date for the Polar Plunge in Petersburg oh, yeah. at Prides Creek in the lake there. Cliff and I have decided mm-hmm. that we're going to try it this year to raise money, help yep. raise money, for the Special Olympics. Yes. And yesterday, about this time, we were talking about it with Francie Smith. She's yep. the chairperson for mm-hmm. this area. Mm-hmm. And she set us up to where you can donate if you wish That's right. to help out. So you can do actually two things. You can
0: donate to us, our team, and that money will go to Special Olympics. Or you can join our team and come and dunk with us. And raise your own money, which will also go to Special Olympics. Either of the two ways are possible, or both.
1: How do you get to that?
0: Well, to find out how to donate. Ironic that you would mention that, because I have just posted a link on our Facebook page. Weed and Cliff in the morning. It's pinned right to the top of the page, so it will stay there all day. Uh, well, a week anyway. Um, and you just click the link. It takes you to our uh, the site that they have created for us for our team, the Jock Sickle's. <laughs>
1: Yes. Don't look for weed and cliff. Yeah.
0: Look. For, yeah. It'll be once you get if you see jock sickles, you'll know you're in the right place. Now yes. our our little picture is there too. You know that one of us with the no, oh, yeah, goofy looking faces. But uh, we've already got money. People are already donating money to get us in the
1: water. And the plan is, yeah. If you look on that page, you'll see mm-hmm. that we have an absurd, ridiculous <laughs> goal set. Yes, because if we reach that goal, we're actually going to go all the way under in this freezing cold well, lake.
0: I didn't say that. Yeah, you, know, you did. Well, we're going to
1: do it if we reach the goal. But it's so absurd, we're not too worried about it.
0: You know, what are you going to do if we actually get to that goal?
1: Don't worry about it. We're not going to get there. <laughs> but the more we can collect yeah. in contributions for the Special Olympics, yeah, the deeper Cliff and I will go. That's correct. In the water. Yes. So if we get you know like a hundred bucks, we'll stick a
0: foot in. We're we're gonna get into the ankles. Yes, so just that, one ankle. Just one. Yes. So 200, 200 bucks, two hundred ball. Two hundred bucks. Both feet. both ankles.
1: Yes. And we're gonna have a little chart. We're gonna come up with of a human body drawn out <laughs> on a piece of cardboard. And
0: as money gets donated, we're gonna fill that in with icy blue paint. <laughs>
1: so you'll know.
0: How deep we're going to
1: go. Oh, that's like a little poetry there. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes. So you'll know.
0: How deep we go.
1: (laughs) That sounds like you're in pain.
0: I'm already cold.
1: (laughs) Well, Cliff, I can't get my mind off The Bachelor. Not actually him, but the show.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you clarified Yes, the show. Yeah.
1: (sighs) I don't know if you've ever seen this, but they have a... I have not
0: watched The Bachelor.
1: Well, they have a ceremony every time where uh, Chris Harrison pulls out this fancy tray and yeah. sets it down on the table and it's full of roses. And the guy, they call it the rose ceremony. And he picks up a rose and he asks each girl that he's so interested in to th- accept the rose. This
0: is how he decides who's moving to the next round and who's exiting the competition. Yes. And they get a
1: rose if you're moving on. And I thought yeah, well, they always have these nice looking young folks on. Well,
0: there. he's like you know all-American guy. 28, yeah. pilot for Delta Airlines, and he does basically everything perfectly.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping sometime yeah. that they have like a more reality kind of thing where yeah. it's like, I don't know, he's 65, 66. <laughs> right. He works at the deli at the local market. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. instead of having a rose ceremony yeah. to see if you go mm-hmm. to the next round, right. he hands you a packet of Depends. <laughs> So It's of the
0: rose ceremony, it's the disposable underwear ceremony. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because when we're out on a date... I don't want you peeing on my stop. (laughs) I got no time for that. Especially if I'm flying you around in a plane. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Get to keep banking to the right all the time. Oh, my goodness. Real quickly, Cliff, I want to clarify something. Uh We talked about the... uh, polar plunge and our team name being the jock sickles yeah i've had a couple of our uh, female friends yeah text in this morning saying they didn't know if they could actually participate or join our team because of the name the name (laughs) is because of disc jockeys oh djs
0: oh see they thought they would have to wear like a frozen jock in order to be on the team that's unnecessary
1: yes it's disc jockeys we just shortened it up to jock sickles
0: it makes perfect sense It
1: makes me. perfect yeah. sense to me. So, So don't be afraid to join yeah. up. Nope. Come and have fun with us. That's right. We're going to have a lot of fun. Well, until <laughs> we get in the water. <laughs> then it won't be so much fun anymore, now will it? And time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. It's the most deadliest animal in all of North America. Okay. Kills about 150 people a year. Injures over 10,000 of us every okay. single year. What animal is it that is so dangerous to humans in North America? The white-tailed deer. <laughs> really? That's right. Oh, because of car crashes. Exactly.
0: Oh. If
1: you had to take a wild shot, Cliff, without looking yeah. on the paper. Well, I can't see the words. How but... many? How many car deer accidents do you think there are every year?
0: Is it like a hundred thousand?
1: You're close. Really? One point two five million. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. Insurance pays out about four billion dollars a year to fix your vehicle and property
0: after you hit a deer yes okay
1: and here's a little advice yeah it goes against what you probably think in your head what's that if there's a deer in the road yeah hit it not trying to be mean to the deer oh
0: oh i've heard the state police talk about this um far more people are injured swerving to avoid hitting a deer than there are actually hitting a deer
1: I know your brain says I'm going to tear my car up, right. and you will.
0: You, without a doubt.
1: Without a doubt. You could
0: total your car.
1: Yes. But that's a lot better than being dead or maimed, right. lying on the side of the because road. Because
0: you've swerved at 70 miles an hour and lost control.
1: Yes. And all of that, mm-hmm. you can take directly to the bank. We've all heard the joke, Cliff, many times. What's that? Three cowboys walk into a bar, three horses walk into a bar. Oh,
0: yeah, there's always some combination, and they're all walking into a bar. Yes. Well,
1: three escaped pigs in Russia (laughs) walked into a supermarket (laughs) there.
0: You're joking, right? No, I'm not. This actually happened. This actually happened.
1: Escaped pigs. Yes. Okay. Walked into a supermarket, knocked over a booze bottle, and all three started drinking immediately. Okay. Which sounds like some weekends I've had back when I was younger. That's the way it got started. Like,
0: like licking the supermarket floor for alcohol. Yes.
1: <laughs> a weed walks into a supermarket, knocks over booze, and licks it off the floor. Cliff, anything said today?
0: Phrases of the day, start with number three: hyper couch potatosis. <laughs> number two, I'd be right over in that corner doing it with bacon. <laughs> but the number one morning roadshow phrase for today the disposable underwear ceremony
1: <laughs> it would be more exciting it would be it would be to me than watching the bachelor correct
0: if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message thanks again for listening to the new weed and cliff podcast